I can go in, look at the agenda. I don't have to run from one stage to another. Um, and I can just go in, watch the half an hour content or interview or panel discussion that I really, I'm really interested in. Or even if I don't have time because I'm working, at the end of the day, I can go back and just watch the recording. So I don't really miss anything that I'm really curious about. What did you recently change your mind about? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit tricky, but I was thinking that probably the main thing around my work is um, conferences, online conferences. So I, you know, I always wanted to be at conferences uh, there in person. And I still think that the social, social element is very, very important. So where you can have human interaction, when you can bump into someone you didn't even uh, expect to bump in and you, you know, you create those, um, those relationships and contacts and then I think they can be very valuable. So I still think that there is that aspect. But in terms of the content, um, I found that, you know, now that I, you know, attended a couple of um, online conferences, it's just, for me at least, an easier way to digest the information because I'm very focused. So I, I can go in, look at the agenda. I don't have to run from one stage to another. Um, and I can just go in, watch the half an hour content or interview or panel discussion that I really, I'm really interested in, or even if I don't have time because I'm working, at the end of the day, I can go back and just watch the recording. So I don't really miss anything that I'm really curious about. And I think it's a more efficient way for me to, to actually, you know, explore all the, the opportunities from a conference. Um, and I, I, I liked um, going to conferences and I think I still like to go to conferences in the future in person, but, but from a content point of view, that's, that's what I found. What are some, some examples of conferences that were really a nice experience being remote? Yeah, I don't know if, you know, if it's a, I don't want to do sure. promote or anything, but I attended uh, COGAX, which is a big tech conference um, based in the UK. Obviously now it doesn't matter uh, where it's based, but um, yeah, there are a lot of topics that, that I'm interested in there from AI to space tech. So there were very various topics and it was actually, it's still hard to, you know, to kind of um, pick the ones that I, I wanted to listen to. Um, and then I also um, listened to CD Insights, um, so that was also useful because that's a US conference. And even, you know, the, the times didn't even work for me sometimes because it's, it was too late, uh, US time. Uh, but, um, but then next day I could just listen to some of the talks um, during my lunch. So I think um, that, was, um, that was really good. And, and there were also a lot of interesting stuff from, from investors um, and also industries like gaming or health tech or like very, very um, trendy, trendy themes that you, you want to get some updates on. Do you want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing. Strategy in sprints. Strategy means more revenue through a better offer. Doing it in sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. 
You can see yours in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? What's one of your current favorite pieces of music? So uh, I think that's my favorite question uh, because um, the, the song is called Sunflower. I don't know if you know that. Uh, I think it's quite a new song. And the way I, um, you know, I got to know this song is um, during the last couple of months, um, I participated in a so-called body scheme program. So there is this organization called Solidarity Sports. And um, what they are doing is basically they are organizing events and activities for um, kids who have some disadvantaged backgrounds. And um, they started with sport events, but now I think they are doing other activities as well. And I used to go to some of those while it was possible and hopefully it will, it will be possible soon again. Um, but during these, um, during these months, they, they had this um, body scheme um, program, uh, which meant that um, I had video chats uh, for two months for two little girls. Um, it was basically to play with them, you know, to ask how they are doing. And um, I have to say, I got a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know like good vibes from from them and so one day when i called them on video chat um they were there prepared and they gave me a concert and they were singing me this song some flower and actually it's a great song as well but i think for me that will be a very nice memory from these times and a very special a very special memory beautiful who should be my next guest on the show and why so I'd like to nominate <laughs> Margaret uh, Shane Demi. So she works at uh, Vara UK, um, which is an accelerator. And um, I think she's done a great job, um, you know, as part of her role, but also she um, pulled together a panel on um, backing black founders. And I think it was a very, very genuine discussion. And, um, you know, I think she could share some very, um, Create some good insights with the audience uh, because I think there's a lot of talking about this topic and many other topics, um, diversity. But I think what she's doing very well is that she tries to break that down to, to actions uh, instead of just talking about it. And, and I, I find it very impressive. Beautiful. You have also some advice for young people who are entering your industry, the VC industry. So, um, when, when you think of how, how they prepare to enter the industry, what are a couple of tips that you can give uh, them from your experience? Um, yes, yeah, so as I said, um, and I don't want to promote, but there are podcasts out there, the one that I mentioned that I think can give you an insight into what it means to work for a VC or a corporate VC, uh, how you can get in there, what kind of skills you need. Um, so you get a lot of details there. I think it's, first of all, you have to have the drive in yourself that, you know, this is something that I, I love to do and, and keep an open mind. So if, you know, if, um, if you can be very open to, to different ideas, different mindsets, I think that's very helpful in this industry because you'll come across um, different products, ideas, opinions that might be very different from yours. So it's not just black and white, it might be red. It's like a completely, you know, thinking out of the box sometimes. And, and some of the, the best ideas, you know, come out of those um, very um, sometimes weird 
ideas that you know when, when you hear them at the first um, time so that's why I'm saying uh, keeping that open mind um, that's very important um, to get into this industry because that's how you will probably also support um, ideas that no one else would have supported and obviously I would recommend uh, to read books um, on this topic so it depends you know if you want to get into VC I think it's always useful to have some some startup entrepreneurial background so you'll understand what it means even if you you know you can't found a startup but if you work for a startup that might be very helpful or if you have some tech background um, and then read books just the one that I said but there are so many other books out there um, and there are great lists. Um, so I, you know, um, we work uh, with Diversity VC as well, and uh, I I'd rather use the word collaborate, but they, for instance, have some resources on their websites. Um, there are other great um, websites. So Episode One Ventures, where I used to work, they also have a great blog, blog where you can actually read very good posts, blog posts uh, about different topics, what the term sheet is, um, you know, and, and some insights into, into investments, um, why Combinator have available resources. So if you, you know, if you search for those um, and if you read some books, you'll get a sense of what it means. Um, and I would encourage, encourage everyone to go to free events, meetups, online. Now, now there are so many online events that you can get access to. So the more people you talk to, the more you will understand, is this something for me? And if yes, like what skills I need? Um, so it's basically keeping an open mind, talking to people, reading, um, and you'll build up that, that knowledge that is needed to, to get there. Thank you so much, Eva, for being on the show. How can people keep in contact with you and be in your orbit? Um, so I think the best way, if um, you, know, you contact me via LinkedIn, and it's always very useful if um, you know you put some notes next to your you know connection or request because then I I'll know why you are connect contacting me so that 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 would be very helpful. But yeah, I'm available on LinkedIn. Thank you so much and keep rolling. <laughs> we all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what to work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck.